Yeah, good day, everybody. You already know who it is. This is your host, King Nigel of Alpha Male Diaries. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, follow me on my podcast. I'm on Red Circle. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Radio Public. I'm on Amazon Music. And I'm on Stitcher. Get at your boy. Oh, yeah. And if I didn't say it, I'm on Apple Music as well. Apple Podcasts. Why do some single mothers, you know, love the fact that beta males exist or like to date beta males or get involved with in relationships, all the other stuff. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to have a very, very interesting podcast that's going to be coming up very, 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 very soon. All right, here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming on the podcast of Alpha Male Diaries. Uh, I have with me tonight Tanika, and I have Jordy on tonight, and we're going to be discussing um, why single mothers love beta males, and in general, why do women love simps overall, and um, how is that? Uh, how does that affect like men in the alpha role, in the alpha male role position, where a woman can deal with a simp or a beta male, and that's what she's accustomed to, but when she come across an alpha male you know, that's when the clashing starts. So do you think as a two-part question, are martyr women suitable as well as single mothers suitable for alpha males? And Tay, since you're a, a woman, I will allow you to go first and we can take it. <laughs> um, absolutely. I think any woman is suitable for any male as long as she's teachable she cannot be overbearing and vice versa he has to be willing to um be patient and adjust to teaching her that's not easy to do and i mean nobody really wants to teach anybody to be a man or a woman right we don't want to really fall into that but if you get into a situation where you are into the person and they vibe with you on every other level except well, you know, I can't even say that because the modern woman has so many layers right now. There's so many parts to them that loses the whole traditional aspect of feminine energy. They're feminine on the outside. They're dressed that way, but they have a masculine mindset. Um, I can speak to this because I fell into it, you know, years back. So it, it's, it's, um, it's a defense mechanism, actually for women when they fall into that particular masculine energy, yet they're extremely feminine um, in presentation. So I think it, it, it's possible, but it's a lot more work than um, you know some people are willing to put in. Time is short these days. <laughs> you know, People don't really have the patience or time to really deal with having to literally reprogram um, someone's behavior. And it goes the same way for men. You know, you can't, women did it for years trying to reprogram men, right? Changing them into what suits them. So I guess they're like, oh, it's the man's turn to kind of, you know, change us. Or, but nobody has time for that. The difference between the two is that an alpha male is not going to put up with the behavior. It's just, it's just not in them to have to teach. They're here to provide and protect. And if you're not going to allow that, they have to seek something else. They lose the the energy for um, for chasing you now. You're no longer 
you know, suitable prey. And they'll move forward, they'll cheat, they'll, they'll build elsewhere, they'll dismiss you, they'll ghost you. It's, and it's not, it's not anything horrible, it's kind of just in their nature. You have to kind of accept it okay. and reevaluate self. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you one quick question. I'm going to actually, um, then I'm going to uh, jump to Jordy. So you say that an alpha male, he would, he would cheat if she's not really suitable or fitting the, the qualifications that he's looking for. Would you look at it as him exercising his options rather than, well, versus then cheating due to the fact that he's in high demand compared to beta males and average males? Uh, sure, because I, I think beta males would do the same thing if they're not happy in the situation. I think that's just a trait of the human. Women do it too. It's not just to the alpha male. Um, so yeah, I, I, think, I think he's more or less, it's more or less an option for him. Like, I don't have to deal with this behavior. I'm sure I can build elsewhere. And he may not leave the situation at the time of seeking, because that, again, that's part of the nature as well, our nature as well, to have something before leaving something else. So, you know, I think it, I think it is more about option as opposed to just, you know, cheating for the sake of, getting right, something right. else right and that's just for yeah, his masculinity part and nothing to do as far as like finances i just i just right. want to ask that no. question because that, that would be a difference if we incorporate his his financial status his you know I mean? right exactly all right thanks a lot i really appreciate your insight no problem. yes jordy what 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 did you have to uh offer on this on this topic as far as uh your opinion all right no problem um you mentioned it was a two-part question so can you repeat those two parts again please Yes. Um, the question is, why do single mothers and women in particular love beta males? Like, why, why do they love beta males so much compared to dealing with alpha males? And if they were attracted to alpha males and they had yeah, to be a masculine woman, would they be suitable? Would that be a good fit for an alpha male? Yeah, true, yeah, true. Okay, so the first part, uh, thank you for clarifying. So the first part, why do modern women love beta males? I would say that that term comes to comfort. Um, it's definitely comfort. One thing that's always true is that a man is always going to go for the best woman he can afford. And if he mm -hmm. cannot afford, depending on what he can afford, it's going to limit what he can ask from her a beta male is going to ask less of her than an alpha male that means with a beta male she doesn't have to fix as much things she doesn't have to be on her game so to speak right so she has room for error a lot of errors she has room to gain unnecessary weight she has room for attitude she has room for a lot of things that an alpha male will not allow and most importantly she has room for trauma because an alpha male who's on his purpose is not going to allow anything in his life that holds him back. And most something that definitely holds a lot of people back is their traumas. When you don't deal with it, you hold yourself back, but you also hold the people around you back. An alpha male is not going to tolerate that. A beta male will. In fact, most beta males will go out of the way to try to save a woman, try to help her deal with the traumas, be her therapist and all those stuff. And Alpha Male won't tolerate that because all that energy he's focusing on trying to heal her trauma so she can perform her role 
that will allow then him to focus on the future. All that energy is just taken away from him, just focusing on the future. So the reason most modern women love beta males is because a beta male is comfortable. He doesn't demand a lot of things from her. With an alpha male, you can't, you can't do that. So I would say it definitely comes down to comfort. Okay, yes, yes, I definitely agree. Definitely I, agree. I too, yeah. Can I ask a question? Sure, take Go it. ahead. That's cool. So um, how you were explaining it, you know, you have the alpha and the beta, and then you have the feminine and the masculine of the woman. Do you think, because women do have to balance their masculine and feminine, do you think men can have a balance of alpha and beta, or is it just strictly alpha or strictly beta? Well, that tends to be uh, how you would define alpha. But the problem with that is most women define alpha on what they want. They picture their ideal guy and then they say, this is an alpha. Well, that's not really true. At -hmm. the end of the day, only a man, only men decide what alpha is. And what alpha is at the bottom of the barrel is the type of man you're willing to follow on the battlefield point blank it stops right there that's what it alpha is the type of man you as another man is willing to follow on the battlefield you you have the men like you who you're willing to fight side by side with you but the one everyone is submitting to the commander the general whatever you want to call them he's the alpha right so but here's the problem the qualities that tend to make an alpha are great when it comes to going forward in life but there's also part of that that some women just don't like for example with confidence and charisma is going to come with a little arrogance it's part of it being prideful in oneself is what allows oneself to have that drive to push forward and there's just different parts that overlap right so uh, wait before i continue can you ask your question again can you i just want to make sure i'm hitting the points. Um, I was just trying to find out if there is a balance between the alpha and beta male. There can be a balance, but that depends on how peaceful the home is. Because, for example, like I mentioned, it all depends on. For men, it's always about going forward. So, if we take care of everything outside of the home, when we tackle the world, if everything is good there, we can then come home and rest. Right. So now we're at peace. That's the balance. However, if we come home and home is also a battlefield, home is a disaster where we're coming into headaches and all this trouble, drama, whatever it is, then we don't find a chance to balance everything because it is a man's nature, literally in our DNA, to bring order into everything, order on the outside and order in the household. And if there's a problem, a man will always stop everything to establish order. For example, um, most women have, I'm not sure if your case, but there've been times where they vented to a man and instead of listening, he offered a solution to the problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's because okay. it's, in, it's in his nature to make sure that there's order, that there's peace. The problem is causing disorder a solution will thereby solve the problem and bring order. The woman just wants to be listened to, but for him, he's thinking, 
this is troubling her, this is troubling me. I don't want this. Let me solve the problem, make it disappear completely so that there'll be order in the house, which is why we tend to offer solutions. Our mind is just set up that way. So wow. once more to answer your question, we can balance it if it's peaceful at home. However, if it's not peaceful at home, we will stop everything in order to bring order. And there is a limit to how much patience that can be. Because if it's too much and we see that we can't establish order, we will get rid of whatever's causing the order, the disorder. For example, if it's the woman and she's a certain type of way, that's when you'll see the alpha man will kick her out or just completely get rid of her because he has found that he cannot establish order. And all the effort he's putting in to try to establish order is taking away from the effort he could be using to try to tackle the world. Wow. You literally just changed my life. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and I was also going to add, too, if this was uh, part of the uh, question as well. Um, alpha males are, are submissive to their wives as far as the reciprocation form and the give and take. For example, uh, you know, she does everything that he asks of her with no problem. She's willing to do it. That's that's part of what submission is, is willing to do something cooperative cooperatively without being defiant that's that's basically what it is yeah not correct like you listen to everything i say well you gotta do this and she hops skips and jump and do it that, that's not what it is so when he have his wife giving in to him the qualities that he's looking for within the woman that he values her qualities because a lot of a lot of people feel as if men value women it's not the fact that we value women we value the qualities of that woman and based on that woman's qualities, that's the output that she will receive from as far as being spoiled, you know, being treated good, you know, being taken out on dates, you know, stuff like that, um, gifts, you know, that, that sort of thing. And, right. right, so it's not like the alpha and, you know, he's always going to be like, my foot is down and I'm in charge, you know, because he likes to be at peace. He's not willing to waste any additional energy effort financial resources, time, none of that stuff, because you can utilize that, just like Jody said, tackling the world. You know what I mean? So when he has a feminine woman that's cooperative, willing and submissive, you know, friendly and stuff like that, man, he, he, he treated like she's everything. Definitely. That is <laughs> so true. No, that's so true, right? Yeah. Um, this this podcast right here, this particular one is very, very important because it's educational to women such as myself. I'm very masculine energy. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but I am. I, I really, remember the first, that first time I talked to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little dominant, but um, for women like myself, me and my husband had issues for the longest because he's alpha all day. And I am like, I'm an alpha male too. Sorry, I am. <laughs> so we bumped heads, right? And he's trying to tell me exactly what you guys are telling me now. But you know, when it's coming from the person that's asking, it's hard to receive it. Like, I didn't want to hear that. Like, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that I'm supposed to do what you tell me. Don't tell me I'm supposed to be submissive. Let it happen. Let it happen. No, 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 no. no. Right. It has, it does have to be natural. It does have to just happen but it has to come from somewhere else. So this information has to be taught. This information coming from men, alpha men with gentle, you know, approach, 
presentation, right? It has to come from that space to women so they can receive this with love as opposed to receiving it with force. It's a lot harder for you to tell your woman to behave than it is for, you know, someone on the outside to say, well, this is what men love. This is how to move your man. Remember mama used to tell you that uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, daddy should have told you that the real way to a man's heart is through your heart because you need to really feel him. You need to really have a lot of understanding of what it takes to build this man. And it doesn't take force. Mm-hmm. Pushing force with force, it, it just causes explosions and chaos and friction and all that. No, you don't want that. You really just want to kind of coddle that behavior, right? You want to just really, he comes in for more, you want to coddle that. You don't want to give him more work. Can I, uh, can I add a few things? Absolutely. Yeah. Or one thing I always tend to find is that most women have one way or another, if they've been hurt in the past, so they just were without guidance, they never took the time to develop their sense of self and personalities. So as a mask or a substitute, they use strong and independent as a guise, right? So they use that to build their entire self-esteem, their image of themselves, which is why they tend to have a problem later on in life when they get told, like, men don't care about that. We don't care about your money. We don't care about all this masculine things you got. And for them, it's hard to accept Um but one analogy I always tend to say regarding what I was talking about earlier is um, just imagine the man as the captain of the boat and the woman is one of the passengers. Now, if there's problems behind the boat in the cabin or whatever, he's going to stop steering the boats to fix the problem. That means the boat is going to run into something and that's a problem. So that's right. definitely an analogy I always use. And what most women don't realize is that the most powerful woman is not the strong woman in front. It's always the queen who's sleeping next to the king who tells them the things she wants and he goes out there and pushes it forward. That's how women have always gotten shit done. Matter of fact, let me give you an example. Most people don't know, uh, but there was this once a man named Earl Hass, right? He was a businessman. He got, he did a lot of things. He took care of his family. And one thing he saw is his wife spent so much time, especially during her cycle, taking care of the family, despite her discomfort, he wanted to ease her suffering. So he went out of his way to create the tampon for his wife. So she would be, yes, for his wife. So she will be more comfortable. In fact, it was her idea for him to go on and make that a business right. and therefore make he became a millionaire. This man got so much money. It's spread worldwide. Right. Be it mm-hmm. here, Africa. I know for a fact I'm in Africa. I was in Africa literally like for a whole year, like two years ago, right? So it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, because Simply because as he did what most men do, once you treat a man good, he will go out of his way to reward you. That's why since the dawn of time, the concept of marriage, there's always been the concept of the woman's name on the will. Treat me good in life, and I promise you, I will take care of you. 
when I die, all my riches, they're yours. You're getting everything because you treat me good in life. I will make sure you're set even in death. That's always how it's been. But unfortunately, most women don't get that until it's too late. And then that's the problem. Exactly. Yeah, and I wanted exactly. to say, yeah, because he's absolutely correct because I just uh, found that out actually last month about that whole theory with the feminine hygiene stuff, you know? And I was like, mm -hmm. wow, see, that's what great men do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, long as you have, see, and that's what he was saying, like, men, you know, especially men that build themselves up to be the man that they are, investing so much time, countless hours of working, losing countless hours of sleep, making countless sacrifices, cutting off family, friends, you know, sometimes isolating yourself as a, um introvert and have to get used to actually networking with other people. You know, like we walk through life having certain things that we have set forth, such as priorities, you know, in order to maintain and establish our, our purpose along with generational wealth for our families that we would like to create of our own one day. And, you know, this is where set back to tradition where, you know, women made themselves suitable. They had, you know, invested time and built their lives around, like, what does, what is a husband like? What do I need to be? What type of woman, you know, does he need? What type of woman, you know, do I have to be? And the problem today is a lot of women expect so much, feel so entitled, and they don't even know themselves, they even know what they want, but they expect a man to know what they want. But then when a the man say, hey, you know, if you want to be with me, you know, I'm putting everything out. What did you have to offer what are you bringing to the table? It's like they get up, you know, certain women get upset. Like, how are you a man? Why? What, what are you doing asking me that type of question? What are you, you're gay or something? And it's like, you know, here come the insult, shame, bash, and the whole guilt trip. You know what I mean? Right. And this oh, goes, yeah. right, this goes back to what Jordy was saying is that once a woman experienced some form of trauma, whether it was her upbringing, her personal experiences, choosing the wrong man many times over, you know, hanging around her friends, her family that had bad, you know, marriage experience or bad relationship skills and everything. And like Jordy said, you know, you know, go get your education, go to college, get a degree, get a degree so you can obtain a great career. Don't worry about it, man. But how is that going to be beneficial to a woman when she lacks relationship skills? She doesn't even know how to be faithful to a man. She doesn't even know how to put a man first. You know, she doesn't know what it is to actually, you know, what it takes to actually um, qualify for a certain type of, suppose you want a man that's making six figures. Do you have the, you know, the skills, the qualities of that woman that he's looking for as a wife, you know? Right. Because men control, women, women controls relationships and sex, but men controls the marriages, men controls who the wives are. And a lot of women aren't building their lives around these certain type of men and putting themselves in these type of men's presence to actually even be considered, you know? Right. And that's the problem with today. You know, a lot of women, a lot of men, just, everybody's just everywhere. Yeah. You know? I'm so enlightened on all of this, you guys. Like, this is all things in the past two years that, um, I've been with my husband for seven years and this, the past two years, this has been like a real 
issue for us because I'm so strong minded. I'm so strong minded. It it was just so difficult for him. And he was just kind of um literally putting up with it because in his head I've done so much mm-hmm. to um to build him as a person. He's already built. He's he has money. He's already established. He has all that. That was, you know, he knows how to do that. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. but as you know spiritually I was there for him so he's like you know what I'm gonna put up with this until she gets it she's gonna get it she's gonna get it and I can't get it from him it just wasn't clicking it just recently clicked in the past two years that okay well something has to change because otherwise I'm gonna let this perfectly well-rounded man back into the wild with some psychopathic you know <laughs> yeah never mind I mean nothing against other women but you know, yeah, a lot of them are not on the level. You know, they're yeah. not on the level. So I'm gonna send him back out to the wolves that he's gonna have to destroy and make their life worse. It's gonna get more traumatic. For I was thinking about the people, I promise. So you know, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so right, I'm right. I'm going to better myself for the people and for myself because I want to keep this man, this particular man. Definitely. And it's amazing to hear it on a bigger level to where no it's not just this man behaving this way because he wants a certain thing no this is an innate energy in alpha men in men that know what they want and men that are leaders and men that know how to build their home and make sure it's on a beautiful foundation a very strong foundation so that we are safe comfortable well-fed happy pleased and taking care of family and him when he comes in from doing all that work, right? Right, definitely. And other women have to learn that behavior. I don't know if it'll be easier coming from a woman or what, but I think that me hearing it from other men, it's it's bringing his teachings all together Mm. because you are giving different perspectives of the same concept that he's sharing that I'm not receiving because I'm stubborn and he's already with me. So I don't have to, because you're here already. Where are you going? Right? right this is right. the mindset of the <laughs> yeah. woman. The woman's like, where are you going? If you don't mind me asking. If you don't mind me asking, I apologize for running off. Um, how old is your husband? He's 45. Oh, so one year oh, older than me. got lucky. Didn't listen, I? Right, right, right. Listen. See, see, hey, see, so you understand 30. what I'm saying, why this is so important. Right, yeah, but Jordy, I, I believe Jordy about to uh, say something that I was getting ready to say. I was just going to wait till you guys get to talking, but, you know, that I know Jordy. It. Yeah, because Mayhem thinking like we're both businessmen, entrepreneur, right? That's what you mm-hmm. are, right, Jordy? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah, I am. I am. Right, so, yeah, we, we kind of think the same because we're, like, in the same, like, you know what I mean? Like, so the women that we look for, Mayhem will most likely pick this, you know, the more traditional, younger well, uh, go ahead, Jody. I, I'll go ahead. Definitely, no, I definitely understand that. Yeah, um, depending on the the profession of the man, uh, yeah, we definitely there's like a there's just when it comes to choosing women, there's some that are gonna hurt our careers. There's some that are just not good, unfortunately. But that's a that tends to be a conversation for a different topic. What I was gonna say is this: I was gonna explain it a little bit, but when you said you wanted to keep your man, right? Most people don't. On this, most women don't understand this, so let me try to explain it uh, as eloquently as I can. Most men 
have three big stages in our lives, right? The first is uh, the shackling. That's in our teens. That's the process from going from being a boy to being a man, right? That happens during puberty. The second is the press. That tends to be in our early 20s for some, but for most it's mid-20s to mid-20s, late-20s to early-30s. That's when we, we're like, it just clicks. It's a financial crack, like, damn, I don't have my shit together. I've been working. I've been just partying all this time. I have wasted my money. I need to get things in order. Unfortunately, this happens to be the time where a man will work extra hard and unfortunately, intentionally neglect the woman he's in a relationship with because he understands if I want to have a future, if I want to build a family, I need to get this shit right. I cannot afford anything. This tends to be the time where most women bail out, right? This They use things like, hey, he's not there for me. He's working long hours and feel neglected, blah, 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 blah. But it's that man knows, hey, I have to get shit done. That's the press. And then comes the reevaluation, right? This tends to happen in our early 40s to mid 40s, where a man is going to reevaluate everything in his life. This often also comes with uh, what most people call a midlife crisis, right? You're already mm-hmm. half of your lifespan, so you're rethinking on everything. So for us, uh, it's the reevaluate. We reevaluate everything. First, we start with our jobs. We ask ourselves, do I have the job that I want to have when I die or when I retire? If the answer yeah. is yes, we continue with that job. If the answer is no, we will quit. This is when we take the big leap of faith. This is when we will finally start that business we've been talking about for the past 10 to 20 years. This is when we actually go for things we want. We ask ourselves, do I have the physique that I want? If the answer is no, we will hit that gym. This is where you tend to see men somehow had that crazy glow up in their 40s. They got the beard on fleek. They got their physiques unlocked. They're hitting the gym extra hard because they they understand my life is half over. I cannot waste the last. I've been suffering and working for the past 20 to 30 years. I need to make this count, right? So we reevaluate everything. We ask ourselves what have as many children as I want. If the answer is no, we will have more children. If the answer is yes, we can put that aside, right? Then here's the one question we always ask, and a lot of women don't like it. It's, do I have the type of women that I want, right? Because this one is very, very peculiar. Here's the problem. Throughout your relationship with your wife, right? Your woman, whatever. One way or another, you understood things about her. You got to know her, her good and the bad flaws and benefits, everything, right? When it comes to the reevaluation, we will remember every single one of those flaws. How many times you withheld sex because you use excuse like you're tired, you're this, everything, how much weight you've gained, all the attitude you gave us, how many times we came home from work and there was nothing to eat. Every single thing that was irrelevant in the dating stage and you may have thought was irrelevant in the marriage, it will come into focus. We will take our love for you and put it aside. We will take everything and put it aside. We would look at it like we're looking at a score sheet and we will give you a final score. If it's a good score, we will stay in that marriage. 
we will work it out. We will continue it till death do us apart. If it's a bad score, this is when at the old age of 40 something, this is when we tend to leave our wives because we realize, because at that point, it's not like when you're young. When you're young, you're with a woman, it's like, you know what? She has a lot to learn. She's not perfect, but she has a lot to learn. I can move forward with it. She has potential. But when in our 40s and we've been with you for 10 to 20 years, what happens is we realize this is not about potential anymore. I'm going to look at how she's been treating me for the past 20 years and decide, do I want 20 more years of this? Do I want 20 more years of this all the way to my death? And we use everything of how we experienced you. Understand this. That's the difference. We're not looking at how you thought you were doing. We're not looking at what you felt you were doing. We are looking at how we experienced you, right? So once we look at that, we give you the finest score. If it's good, no problem. If it's bad, just like how we changed that job, just like how we changed that physique and got better, we will change that woman. This is when you see men who, especially this is our 40s. This is our financial peak, 40s and 50s. We have way more money. We have more gravitas. We have more game. We have a, all the things that make a man attractive. We have much more of those. Therefore, we tend to go after young, beautiful women, usually with no kids. We look for the younger version of you, right? We still like you. We still love you. There's a reason we were with you for this long. But we realize we don't want another 20 years of this. So we will look for a younger version of you. And then there's a lot of women who do get mad at this. It's like, he left me for a younger woman. If you ever hear a woman say, he left me for a younger woman, it's because she failed this test. And this test is not something that we plan ahead of time. It just clicks in our mind, right? It just clicks. And this is oftentimes, believe it or not, when even betas will turn into alphas out of nowhere. Even betas will turn into alphas because they will look like, I'm not dealing with this bullshit no more. I've been dealing with this for 20 fucking years. I am not doing this shit. Even betas will turn into alphas during this in our 40s. We don't play. So that's what I said when I said, uh, sorry, I apologize. I'm going to finish real quick. So when I said you were lucky, it seemed like your husband was just about to hit that. He was just about to hit that. He's in his 40s. You got lucky. No, I did. You're not even going to believe this. And I'm yeah. I'm going to make this really quick. It wasn't luck. It wasn't luck. It was God. I literally last year got cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. oh don't be. I'm perfectly fine. I wish cancer would. I, I told you I'm dominant. <laughs> I don't play about nothing. Nothing. Like I fight everything. Right. Literally mm-hmm. got cancer. And he stayed because of that. And then throughout my battle, which was a hard one, it was, it was tough. Died three times, came back, it was tough. It was a trip. Mm. Um, throughout that, he had a conversation with me similar to the one that we're having. Like I told you, I don't wanna hear that from him, right? But I mm. heard it differently. I heard it differently. And I settled, right? I settled down, my behavior settled down that masculine energy started to go back into my gut instead of out my mouth. And it worked out. It literally worked itself out. So it wasn't luck, it was God, because if I hadn't had gotten sick, we wouldn't be dealing with each other at all. 
And I'm the type of one, like, if you leave me, go. I don't feel no type of way about it. I'm not crying over another man. I wish I would. My kids are grown. I'm not crying over nothing. And the truth about that, you know, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, but the truth is you're grown. You deserve to have exactly what fulfills you. And what you were saying, Jordy, you got men are about fulfillment over feelings, right? Women are feelings over fulfillment. They don't have to be fulfilled. They have to feel good. The man doesn't have to fulfill their every desire. They just have to make them feel good. Mm-hmm. If they feel like they're loved and appreciated, they're going to stay with that sorry man. They are that horrible man, the man that treats them like crap. But there's that 20 seconds a day that he makes you feel like a superstar. So you're going to rock with that. You're going to stick around for that 20 seconds. It's like drugs. It's like a high. Right. But for men, it's that fulfillment. You guys have to be fulfilled in every aspect of your life. When you do that evaluation, are you fulfilled is your question. Are you satisfied? Are you happy? Are you alpha, right? Women, we don't evaluate that way. I didn't. So that's very interesting that you said that. I love that. Mm -hmm. And we got to teach this to the, we got to give this food to the girls, man. Yeah, I, I knew, I knew Jordy was about to say when when you mentioned your age and say how old you are, I knew it. I swear he, he, he around it in a nice way and gave me an explanation first before the boo y'all came. But that's that's the reality. It's not. I mean, yeah, it is a tr- it is a truth that we don't know. Us women, we have no clue. We get so distraught over. You know, I had a previous relationship with the father of my three children, and he left me for a white woman. And guess why he did that? because I was the man of the relationship. Come on, you can't do that. You can't make him feel as if he can't provide and protect. You can't go out there, you know, pulling your guns out when he has his own. What are you doing? Sit down. You know, and at that time, as a young woman, I didn't know that. I had no clue why, because I was always protecting. I was always providing. I was always doing that. Well, no, actually I wasn't because I was with him till I was 18. And at 18, I was, you know, I was living with my mom. I moved out and lived with him, had three kids, and he was the provider and protector. But because my mom was so independent, guess what I wanted to be? Guess who I thought I had to be? I had to still do this, even though you're doing it. And you're doing it well. I didn't give him room to be a man. So he chose somebody that would give him that space. So, and it's like, we tend to get mad at that. But when you really look at it, and as you were saying, Jordy, it's an evaluation. He's evaluating what works for him. He was ready to get married. And I looked at him like he was crazy. I'm not marrying you. You don't love me. Mm. You don't love me. We just got kids. You're just here for the kids. And he showed me, yeah, I am. So I'm going to go be with this one. You go do that. You know, so it's, it's eye-opening. Like, you don't understand. If I can get this... Um, I'm gonna call it a rehabilitation for lack of a better word. But if I could get this building from this conversation, I'm hoping that other women who feel that they have to um, be in charge, they have to do everything, they have to, you know, know everything, will see the same thing and adjust before it's too late for them. Right. Yeah. And and this is what I was going to say, too. I have um, I, I came across some women who are my age and I was, you know, they got offended because I say, you know, you're an older woman. Why would I deal with a woman who has a toxic past 
um, a dysfunctional history, you know, being careless with the guys you dealt with and everything and, you know, doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I tell them basically you can only, for me, qualify for a guy as, as high as your baby father. That's, that's as good as it's mm-hmm. going to get, you, you know, because of the SMV value, the sexual marketplace value. You know, each kid, a different baby father, that's a different attitude that a man would have to deal with between two kids and two different baby fathers. You know, and then the mother, you know, dealing with this one attachment because one baby father is doing something more than the other. You know, that's the one that get all the special treatment can come by when you're not there. You know, a whole top, a whole. Yeah, that, yeah, that's whole, a yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's a yeah, whole. So here, yeah, oh. we're going to get on that. <laughs> yeah, we need to. Somebody needs to. What is goodness. the disadvantages of it? Right. I mean, it, it has this disadvantages. Like, because it really does. It's a scary wins. process. He never wins. He never wins. Never. You, you know, know, I didn't realize how hard you guys had it because I'm coming from a female perspective. I had a lot of guy friends um, giving me information and stuff like that. They taught me how to deal with men that were trying to get over on me. But, you know, I never realized how much work it is to deal with us until again I met my husband and he speaks the truth he wasn't trying to kiss my ass the whole time excuse my language you know but he wasn't doing that that wasn't his thing his thing was telling me the truth telling me about you know being the type of woman that he deserves it wasn't about that he wants that he deserves because he puts in work right (laughs) yeah so Brilliant. Basically, I love it. Basically, want to reward. Actually, because um, I also have a podcast, I made a, I made this uh, episode one. So basically, men want a reward for the work we do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> we we want a reward for the work we put in. Unfortunately, most women tend to find themselves as the might as well, right? So they were the women that were just there at that time rather than the one we wanted. So I was like, uh, might as well. For example, let me give you an example. Um <laughs> back in college, I used to also work full time. Um so I had this boss who was with a woman and he had three babies by her, right? Three kids. And it was because of the third kid and his literal like he actually said this is he was like, you know what? Might as well we already got three kids. Like <laughs> that was it. Mm-hmm. As well, that yeah. was my that was my children's father he was like you know well we might as well get married and I was like no I'm gonna marry for love if it kills me you know in my head that's what I'm saying I'm not marrying for tradition I'm not marrying for this but that's what I'm saying to him and he was like no all right good since I don't have to deal with you I'm gonna go do this and how could you be mad at that you can't yeah. you can't never might as well yourself never put yourself in a position where you're not happy i don't care how many kids you got that's right. not fair to the kids it's not fair to the man it's not fair to the woman clear mm-hmm. out yeah and you know what though all that stuff starts with sitting down setting boundaries you know standards communicating you know actually vetting someone with their intent of marriage and planning to have children you know people just dating and right. whatever you know yeah, so that's exactly. where that whole once again that's another divide though because they just you know, they're just doing, you know, you look good. He looked fine. She built like this. He's driving this. He have this much money. Then that's, that's all that matters the material things. But once you bring right. a child into the world, y'all just fuck buddies. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Side chicks yeah. and side dudes and stuff, you know, excuse my language, yeah. but this is a, you know what I mean? <laughs> a podcast. Yeah. But yeah. And, and unfortunately it's the kid that suffers. So 
when is it ever going to be in the best interest of the child versus what individual two individual people want versus coming together as a a family a two-parent household or two-income household like the child can have a father figure rather than just having you know the mom do everything and has to be raised once again to be this sent because she's teaching her son how to treat a woman because she felt neglected or she made the wrong choice in a man. So now her son has to deal with this or her daughter has to grow up and say, F a nigga, I don't need a man for nothing. I'm working. I got my own back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you disrespecting other men, a guy like you, he hitting you up. But now because you're not attracted to him or whatever, you feel he broke. You know, he's harassing you. He's stalking you. He's a weirdo. Right. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really, really different. This whole dating scene, um, the whole, like, society as a whole is very different. And it really puts people in an awkward mindset if they are stuck to that. If you watch TV, relationships are an issue for you. Being right. on Facebook, having the wrong type of friends, it's an issue for you. Instagram, it's an issue for you. Most people on my Instagram and my Facebook, they all drop knowledge in one way or another, you know? Right. So I don't put myself in spaces where I'm sitting here looking at a bunch of men who's taking their shirts off and flexing in front of people and doing all that. No, no, no. I don't, <laughs> right, I don't, right. I don't play that. You know, I, I'm very focused, very, very focused. And people are not focused anymore. Right. They're really not. And it's, it's a problem. It's a problem, especially for the men that, and women that deserve to have that that journey, that that special something, right? That something where users are clicking, where users are building, where users are creating. That's the most important part of connecting with someone else. It's to create. The man can't create without a woman and the woman can't create without a man. So you might as well get together and do it right as opposed right. to step into somebody who can't create with you because they're not on the same frequency. They don't have the same level of understanding, but guess what? They cute as hell. They cute. They got money. No, no. All that cuteness and all that money is not going to create what y'all both can build together to make more money, to make more cuteness. And by cuteness, I'm referring to kids, you know, so (laughs) (laughs) it's a very, very important. It's probably one of the most important things that we can do for our community and bringing them together, building their morale, building their sense of self will change the dynamic of relationships. If we can get to them in that fashion, it will change the dynamic of relationships. Because like I said, if you could change me, if you could get me to have this level of understanding about an alpha male and someone like me, you could do it to any woman. Any woman will get it. Any woman will feel it. I'm going to say, because women have to feel it. They have to feel it. And maybe I'm only feeling it because I experienced it personally, but they'll feel it. Right. Okay. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for their time. We got like 23 seconds left. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, no, no, I really appreciate the conversation. It's very good information from all three perspectives, yours, um, mine's, as well as Jordy's. And I, I really appreciate you guys participating on the Zoom meeting in the podcast. It really means a lot. And hopefully we'll reach a lot of people and they see things from a different perspective. Yeah, Definitely. You know? But I appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead, Jordan. No, I'm just saying this was definitely amazing. And I definitely hope to do this again. Though. Well, we definitely will. Definitely will.
All right. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you a lot, Tay. Excuse me. And thanks a lot, Jordy, for joining the podcast of Alpha Male Diaries. No problem. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed night. You as well. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. You already know what it is. You might like what I say. Then again, you might not. But you already know. I don't give a fuck. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. And this is your host, King Nigel of Alpha Male Diaries. And I'm out.